One of the areas that the Cleveland Browns need to get tough and up and, and, and put some real bona fide players and make some upgrades is the wide receiver room. Problem is, there's not much out there on the board. Me and Jeff will talk about some options, or if there are any options, we can dig up at receiver to see if we can bolster this offense. We'll talk about that in the first segment. Big news today, two breaking stories. We'll get to those. Had to start with Browns first. Tom Brady, the GOATS. The greatest of all time uh, announced his uh, his retirement again. This is the second time he retired. We'll talk about whether or not we think he'll stay retired, um, and and we'll react to that that huge uh, huge news story as well in the second segment. Third segment, uh, we'll, we'll get into the other major story. One of the, you know some people think is a Hall of Fame coach. Sean Payton is back and ready to go. He goes to the Denver Broncos, but it cost the Broncos some steep capital. We'll we'll diagnose that uh, that move. We'll tell you about that, and we'll get to much much more on this episode of the Locked On Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 92.3 The Fan, radio personality, Garrett Bush, at G Bush. 91. We appreciate all of you who make Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform. Of course, here on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed, got notifications on, throwing likes on the episodes for you guys here. We do appreciate you all. And if you got Roku, search Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You will find the Lockdown Browns podcast, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and of course, Lockdown Card, uh, Lockdown Guardians, and Lockdown. Cavaliers. We and, get uh, before we before we get in. started, I do have to throw a shout out out here, Ben. Today I was in ATT and AT and T store, and uh, somebody, uh, Joanne Burns. Shout out to her. She does a weaving business. Uh, she came up to me, noticed me immediately, and says, "Hey, do you do a show?" And I said, "Went ran down the gambit of wherever you can find me." And she <laughs> says, "No, no, 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 no." The best show you do is the Locked On Browns podcast. We keep it on in our store every day. We love you and Jeff. I had to shout out shout out uh, Joanne Burns, and, and she was such a lovely lady. Talked to me uh, for a long time in there. So, hey, if you do see me and Jeff's ugly faces uh, out there in, in the public, stop by, say hello. We, we always enjoy hearing from you. It's actually kind of funny because this happens a lot more for Garrett, obviously being in the area and, you know, the more, you know, appearances and things that Garrett does. It actually happened Saturday morning here. Uh, I was picking up breakfast, uh, local bagel place, crowded as all heck. And I kind of had this guy give me the look. And I was kind of blocking him from getting this coffee because I was standing in front of the milk. Then I was standing in front of the coffee. <laughs> then I was standing in front of the cups. So I wasn't sure if he was giving me the look like you're a real pain in my butt. Right. And he finally just, hey, are you Jeff Lloyd? And I was just like, whoa. Doesn't happen a lot here, um, but no, absolutely. You know, look, obviously, there's tons of you who follow follow the show. There's tons of you listen, and we absolutely appreciate every single one of you. Um, look, none of this happens without people who listen to it. We're not fools. We're not naive. We're not stupid. Um, these shows like this only go as far as the listenership that goes towards it. Um, but we're gonna get to some things here today. Mm -hmm. um, everybody wants to talk wide receivers, and I get it. But I got to be honest, guys. I, I mean, 
I was just on sports for CLE and we went through about 20 wide receivers. There's about four I'd have mile interest in. And a lot of it comes down to what the money is. Um, we'll get to Tom Brady. Look, uh, for me, and we'll get into in more detail. It's real this time, guys. It's definitely real this time. Um, and there were two head coaching hires yesterday. Houston Texans, congratulations. I think you absolutely crushed it. Denver Broncos, <laughs> buddy. I, I got to be honest, to say, you know, to give up what you gave up to get the guy who was essentially your third choice, you probably should have just elevated your defense coordinator. Um, but the wide receiver position here. Now, look, people want to talk DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks. Look, DeAndre Hopkins, first and foremost, is two years older than Amari Cooper. He costs more than Amari Cooper. He is going to cost you more in a trade than Amari Cooper. And you most likely are going to have to give him more money. And let's talk about a guy, DeAndre Hopkins, who's already gotten himself on the wrong end of PEDs. And, you know, oh, I didn't know what I put in my body. When a guy starts going that route, it already seems that a guy may be starting to doubt his own abilities, doubting what he does have left himself. Now, you want to get to some names where I may have some interest. Okay, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, obviously, Browns fans, you guys very, very familiar with him, coming off his most productive season in the NFL, uh, can help you in the jet packages, jet sweeps, the motions, the screens, all those things you see from the Kansas City Chiefs to Kansas City Chiefs. Juju Smith-Schuster, obviously, we know well Juju Smith-Schuster is just a guy who catches the ball when he's open, gets yards and scores. Yep. He's he'll never be considered one of the greats in the league, but Juju Smith-Schuster is a solid, solid wide receiver. And the other thing is, if something is of some interest there, you have a potential number one or number two down the road to pair with what you currently have now. McCole Hardman, same type of thing. McCole Hardman may be a better version of what you hoped Anthony Schwartz would be has the electric speed, uh, can contribute in, you know, the trickery, uh, the jet motions, of course, you know, all the stuff where you're trying to draw the defense's eyes away from what you're actually doing with guys. And McCall Hardman is a guy that certainly, certainly can assist you there. The one, and I'm not even sure he's going to be available. We know he was frustrated this year, Elijah Moore with the New York Jets. Anybody who listens to Lockdown Browns and has been here for years knows I absolutely loved Elijah Moore. Absolutely wanted him here. Uh, when he was coming out in the 2021 draft. But the question would be, is if you were going to make move, like the Jets are going to make for a Derek Carr, possibly an Aaron Rodgers, you have to think Elijah Moore is a big part of what's going to go on there down the road. But if you tell me Elijah Moore is going to be available, yeah, I am all over that and then some. But gee, these names, whether it's by trade or free, I mean, I saw a top 10 list of free agent wide receivers, and I laughed because a lot of these guys – this is the first time they've ever been a top 10 list of anything related to wide receiver guy. Any sorts, man. I, I mean, when you look at what, what's out there available, um, you got a lot. I think a, a guy like, you know, if you can, if you say DJ Shark is your highest guy, 26 year old, years old, uh, he, he, you know, from Detroit, played in Jacksonville. Team. Uh, you know, it, it's just like, man, I, I mean, that's all you got. But then there's the, the who's who and who used to be good. Julio Jones, unrestricted free agent. He's 33. Uh, you got a guy like A.J. Green, 34. He'll be 35 season start. Jarvis Landry, a couple of names that we've we've had here. Jarvis Landry is 30 years old. He'll be unrestricted free agent. Uh, you look at a guy like uh, Hollywood um, Higgins is a free agent. He's 28. Uh, a couple of names that we've seen. Our, our, good, our good friend Cordell Hodge is available. I don't know if you want to bring him back. So you look at a bunch of these guys, man, and it's and there's no 
Uh, I think you mentioned the two names that I would be interested in. Uh, Paris Campbell, younger guys, uh, Nicole Hardman, those guys, uh, you know, would, would be individuals that I would be interested in bringing back. But when you talk about what the Browns need, I mean, half these guys have played for the Browns. I mean, if you, are you interested in bringing uh, Brashad Perriman back in? Um, because, I mean, he, he's another dude that never plays injured a lot. Marquise Goodwin is another one who's 32. I'm like, wow, you're that old now. So here's the thing. Um, I, I think the best chance for the Browns to upgrade their positions would be in a trade. But then again, you can't project trades. You know, the guy, the buzz name out there is uh, is your man in, in Houston, DeAndre Hopkins. Not Houston, but excuse me, play used to play for Houston out in Arizona now. But um, I mean, you see a guy, Jeff, where I mean, you can get him for a price, and and then you got to talk about the money he's making. He's gonna be a little longer in the tooth, and is he exactly what you need in terms of stretching the field? Um, a guy like uh, Nikhil Harry, he's twenty five, played with Chicago. He's coming off injury. Uh, he's an intriguing prospect, but he's he's flamed out of two places, New England and uh, with the Bears. So. There's not much out there, um, which is not a good thing for the Browns. Um, I, I think there's going to be a couple of guys that are available early. And if you don't jump on a DJ Shark, if you're not able to get, you know, a guy, uh, like you said, a Paris Campbell, uh, some Nicole Harbin, some of those other individuals, you're going to be dealing with a lot of names that have uh, ironically already come through your program who do not fit what you want to do moving forward. Uh, and the other question is, is, you know, when we're talking about Paris Campbell and Juju Smith-Schuster, if these are guys at the top of the food chain, they're going to get paid. They're going to yeah. get paid very, very well. They ain't coming I mean, for are free. you going to look <laughs> exactly? I, I mean, are you comfortable paying you know Juju Smith-Schuster twelve million dollars? No. Paris Campbell could go seven, eight million dollars. I don't know if that's numbers that the Browns are comfortable with. And the other thing is, the Browns are very, very heavy financially on the offensive side of the ball. You've got three offensive linemen making ten plus million dollars. Your quarterback, obviously. Three times that amount. Your running back is over that amount. Amari Cooper is over that amount. David Najoku is over that amount. This comes a time where you say, look, you all got to figure it out. You all got to do better. I've got plenty invested there. And this is with the biggest point of all of this is, is we pretty sure we know we have in Donovan. We're pretty sure we know we have in Amari. We're pretty sure we know we have in David. That whole cluster of all the other guys, Sean Watson, make it work with somebody. Part of me paying you $238 million means I don't have to go out and buy 12, 14, $15 million wide receivers because I expect your play to elevate whether it is a Michael Woods, whether it is an Anthony Schwartz, <clears throat> you know, Darden, some of these other guys that were brought in, even a Dalen Baldwin. Make it work with somebody because I can't pay. I can't go buy you five A-list wide receivers because, A, I'm paying you $238 million, and, B, because of that, I expect you to elevate some of their play. We're going to switch it up here. Um, kind of ironic. One year ago today, he retired about 45 days later. Said, well, I think I lost my heaven mind. I am coming back today. Definitely certainly feels different. Tom Brady, retired. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and I can tell you how much fun I had competing against my fellow Lockdown NFL hosts. Chris Carter of Lockdown Steelers was our Lockdown NFL champion. 
Well, now it is your turn to compete, but more on that later. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your fam, uh, your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you are responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft in all the ups and downs of a season. Uh, year one didn't go so well. Uh, a couple of draft picks didn't pan out. A couple injuries to free agents back, back to the board. We've got things we got to do. We got to get a roster back up and running to satisfy the owner. All of this in a challenging, realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. We've created Lockdown League for you to compete against Lockdown fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate Lockdown Football GM? Choose the Lockdown League in the app to join. Can you create a football dynasty? Lockdown Browse listeners get a 1% free boost to the franchise when using the promo LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game store. That's LOCKEDON, all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it on the, up in your app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Welcome back to the Locked on Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building. Jeff Lloyd uh, in the building. Make sure you follow us uh, just like we talked about. We get, you know, so many people from all across the country. We thank you for supporting uh, the Cleveland Browns Locked on Browns podcast and making us your first listen of each and every single day. If you do want to catch us on YouTube, we are moving with over 4,000 4, people on YouTube. On the road to 5,000, be part of the game, be part of the movement. Uh, you guys definitely go to YouTube and uh, search Locked on Browns Podcast. Subscribe, hit that notification bell so you know every single day when we are going to drop our podcast. Um, Jeff, you know, we look at it, one of the greats and one of the goats, uh, you know, uh, of this thing. I think one of the the few guys that could say they're on the short list of the greatest of all time. Uh, you know, some people say it's Jim Brown. Of course, we're a little biased with the Browns. However, but when you look at the longevity of a Tom Brady, when you look at what he's what he's done as far as the seven Super Bowls, the countless other ones as he's gone to, I even forget sometimes how many Super Bowls he's been a part of. Some of those teams are not even teams that would have no descript receivers. It's just Tom Brady and a bunch of guys, and they've won the championship. Uh, and you talk about it. He he hangs it up today. And I just want to highlight something that we haven't seen a lot. Sustained greatness here in Cleveland as far as quarterbacks. Think about it like this. Some people say Tom Brady lost his fastball. Some people say Tom Brady was done. It was over. Do you happen to know that Tom Brady came in third in yard, passing yards with 4,694 yards in his, I don't know, it seems like 50th season, he, he led the league in attempts at 733, 66.8 per, uh, completion percentage. And look at this ratio, Jeff. Come on now. 25 touchdowns, nine picks, quarterback rating of 90.7. Um, you look at what he did in his last years, almost throwing for 5,000 yards. And this was one of his bad years. This was the year where he lost his fastball. This year he missed throws that he, he, he wouldn't normally miss. But that just goes to show you, how how sustained, uh, you know, the the greatness he sustained over the long haul. Um, he owns every record in the book. Um, he, you know, this time he was a little more downtrodden, didn't give it the old pomp and circumstance he did before. Um, but I, I think to me myself, I think he does hang it up for good. 
I'm about 90, 95% sure um, that he hangs it up. And, and I think he will go down for me as the greatest of all time with that winning pedigree and just the way and the longevity in which he did it. Uh, there's no question, you know, the, the player he was. And if he had walked away, you know, last year when he thought he was and not came back, totally understandable. I think this time, and the reason for me it's different is, you know, now that the marriage is over, um, what do you do? It's already difficult. Your time is split with your family. Your time is split with your children. Um, you know, a lot of talk, oh, well, maybe he'll go to Vegas. You know, oh, maybe he'll go play for the Niners. Yeah, well, it looks like his, his ex-wife is pretty well entrenched in South Florida. What are you going to do? Leave your family behind for seven months and go play for the Las Vegas you know, Raiders? Are you going to go, you know, seven months, go play for the San Francisco 49ers? Um, you know, Tom had the probably the most difficult and toughest decision to make as an athlete. It's it, essentially for Tom, it's not his time anymore. Um, and where, his first child, you know, before his marriage, the child's got to be getting close to college age for God's sakes at this point. You got to keep in mind, Tom was in the NFL for 23 years, 23 years in the league. We do, we when you use a term like that, most of the time it's a punter or a kicker, it is not a quarterback. Um, no actual player of the game usually can go as long as he did. Yes, the talent was still there, like you mentioned. No question about it. Um, I also think that even though they won the NFC South and went to the playoffs, Tom Brady would look you in the eyes and say, we only won because it was a poor division. We were not a very good football team. Um, you know, there's a lot, you know, lot going on in Tampa, obviously, where, you know, Bruce Arians retired. You, put, you basically put Todd Bowles in because he had no choice the way the scenario all worked out. Um, in just you know, the future there. I mean, so Tom, it was, you know, it was it maybe Miami, was it maybe another year with Tampa Bay or, you know, is, is my time doing this now over because I have a lot other responsibilities. Um, and it's great when a guy has made $333 million in the NFL and never has to worry about it, money again in his life. Um, but now you kind of got to go do some parenting and, you know, his wife obviously carried the load for a long, long time. Um, you know, I'm sure there's parts of her life that she can get back into, you know, God, keep in mind, she was a very, you know, consummate professional in her field. And, you know, for Tom, it just wasn't time to go somewhere else. And it just, it's just not the right time at this point. Um, you hope he's going out on his terms. Um, you hope he's absolutely confident with it. Um, I do appreciate personally uh, from the fact that you know, with all the pomp and circumstance that went down last year that today he just decided, you know what, I'm going to shoot a quick video. And that's that. Um, for Greg Olson, I hope Fox doesn't push you out of the number one spot because <coughs> you've been absolutely outstanding in what you do. Um, but the name Tom Brady and the potential money he's going to make in TV. And again, you know, basically you leave town Saturday morning. Wake up Sunday morning, call a game, everything's done, get back on the plane, you're home by Monday morning. Um, but to, you know, and I think almost the thing with Tom is 23 years. He's been around so long. There, you know, I think people have gone through separate relationships with Tom Brady. In the beginning of Tom Brady's career, I absolutely loved him, loved the story. Then it was, you know, the shortcuts and it was the, wait, there's no air in the ball. Oh, it's freezing cold. So you're trying to get a better grip. And you know, the Patriots taking every shortcut they could, if it was allowed to them and basically saying, who cares? We won. And at the end of the day, you know, that was all that mattered. Seven Super Bowl rings. I mean, it, it speaks for itself. Then you go down to Tampa basically because there's a riff and which makes sense after 
20 years in New England. Obviously, things weren't jiving anymore that was going on there. You go down to Tampa, plays your own trail, another Super Bowl championship. Look, he is, and you know, there was, you know, it was on ESPN today. Mike Francesa, no, oh, well, you know, Peyton Manning was better in the regular season. Oh, Joe Montana was better in the post. No, absolutely not. Nah, if you, you see, ever don't try to mix it up. Don't they, nah. they, they be trying to spread the wealth there, Jeff. Don't try to spread the wealth. It's don't knock to say Joe Montana was great, but not that great. You know what I mean? It's okay. It's not to say it's okay. It's all right. Look, they're, I mean, I always think of the Brett Hard, the the Brett the Hitman Hardline. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. No quarterback who has ever played the game before Tom Brady was as good as Tom Brady. And outside of maybe Patrick Mahomes, there will never, nor should there be, another quarterback mentioned when you were talking about top quarterbacks who ever play. If you're saying Tom Brady, that is a one. There is maybe. A 1B one day in Patrick Mahomes. But everybody else, just be the best you can because you're never going to be the best there ever was. There's just no way around it. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. We'll take sometimes that second best don't mean you fall for far short from glory, man. We'll take that. This guy threw for like 40,000 yards in three different decades for God's. I mean, it's insane. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Look, there are guys who would sign up just for his playoff numbers. Hey, he pushed. He pushed. Not discounting the twenty-three regular seasons. He pushed them all the way out. It, 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 some of these records is done. It, it's like he is the version of Kareem. What he was to basketball, right? You got to play, even if you think of it. You got to now. Patrick Mahomes is. I mean, Pat Patrick. Even if Patrick gets the records, it'll be hard pressed for him to get the rings because of that level mm -hmm. of longevity. Who needs? Who wants to play that long? So, um, yeah, it, it's gonna be hard to beat you. There's just just no question, and you know you hey you walk away the greatest that ever did it. God bless you. Probably gonna go to TV. We'll get used to him. We'll love him like we did Tony Romo in the beginning, and then we'll probably grow tired of him later as it goes on. It's just the way it goes. But yes, the greatest ever quarterback has now stepped away from the game. We're gonna talk here. I think the Houston Texans made an absolute crushing hire at the head coaching position. Denver Broncos. I think you've repeated the same mistake you made last year and you're trying to chase somebody else's glory. We'll get to all that more. Jeff Floyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We are excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America. FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Me, I like the over-unders as far as rushing performances, receiving performances, uh, anytime touchdown. If you think a player is going to score a touchdown in Super Bowl 57, it's something that you can bet. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe. It's secure and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Bilt Bar. What makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Well, the wait is over. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back to the Locked On Brown podcast. Uh, you know, follow us. Follow us on Twitter at GBush91. Follow us uh, at uh, Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And, of course, we post all of our content. We make sure we put that on Twitter. Um, so if you're just following us on Twitter and we're posting our videos to YouTube, we make sure that we put all those links up there on Twitter for you Twitter followers. So make sure you follow Locked on Browns podcast. And that way, vicariously, you should be subscribed. But you'll still get the notification on Locked on Browns. Uh, Jeff, I think one of the big, bigger blockbuster deals that we were kind of waiting and it didn't seem like we were going to get it was Sean Payton um, was chomping at the bits to get back into the game. He had, he'd been talking for months. I got my squad ready. I got my coaching staff uh, assembled. The assembled of great coaches is ready. I mean, he was talking more than Coach Prime and Buffalo. He thought you was like, yeah, we're ready to go. And today um, you look at it, it comes down. The Denver Broncos go out and make the, um, you know, they paid the price, I would say. There's nothing more you can say to that. They paid the price for it. They got that guy, but it cost them equivalent of a first and a second, but they did swap, right, the second and third. So they gave their third-round pick. They moved that out. So equivalent, they got for first and a third. They get Sean Payton. He goes there to, uh, you know, you know, combine with Russell Wilson. They hope to get some of the same thing that he got from Drew Brees and some of that magic late in his career. Russell Wilson, one of the worst years of his career, the worst. Um, injury prone. Looked like he forgot how to throw the football. Did not look like the same guy. They looked like they were behind the eight ball, so to speak. <laughs> you were already in uh, over a barrel with uh, Russell Wilson. You look at the, the team and you look at the roster, you're saying, hey, look, we got rid of Bradley Chubb. What can we do? And I'll tell you what, Denver, and I said this in Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Denver is always one of those organizations that I feel like they never are too quite ready to ever rebuild. There's teams that 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 can't rebuild in this in this in this game. Like there's five or so teams. Cowboys ain't never rebuilding. Uh, you can have a couple down years. But there ain't going to be no sustained losing. They went out and made the deal for Peyton Manning. They got Russell Wilson. This was a move to save what they did with Russell Wilson, and it cost them. Now they're in a position kind of like the Cleveland Browns, for better or worse. We did the same thing with Deshaun Watson with them three first. If it don't work out, boy, uh, it's going to be a lot of people, a lot of bad days, and I know you can't like the, the amount of because you you like draft capital, you a capital, you you not playing around with the assets, man. You title the purse strings, Jeff. 
You couldn't <laughs> have liked what they was doing with this move giving up for a coach. Well, I mean, funny the way, you know, it, it all shakes down, the way it all breaks out. Uh, didn't get your first target, apparently. Really, really, we're trying to convince Jim Harbaugh to come back. Jim Harbaugh. And look, this may be a reflection on Russell Wilson's play. Jim Harbaugh, I, I'm good. I'm going to stay here at Ann Arbor. And look, for a lot of people, you got to understand something. Ann Arbor's home for Jim. You know what I'm saying? You played there. And, you know, Jim doesn't have to win national titles at Michigan. He's just got to be good and competitive every year. Then you go down to Demeco Ryans. Demeco Ryans, probably, in my opinion, right now, the hottest coaching yeah. candidate out there. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is it's new, it's fresh, it's young. Um, and you basically are the Denver Broncos, and you got told by Demeco Ryans, I think the Houston Texans job is a better job. That is literally what Demeco Ryans told you. You don't have a quarterback, you do have two first round picks. Uh, Demeco Ryans is going to put together a hell of a staff because there are guys all over the league like Demeco Ryans, guys in their you know early to mid thirties, uh, careers maybe ended shortly, got into coaching. A number one players are more motivated. They players relate to younger coaches. It's just the way this works. So now you're the Denver Broncos. Now you got told no by Demeco Ryans. So now you got to get back on the phone, eat some crow with the New Orleans Saints. And say, okay, we'll trade away some assets, you know, to get Sean Payton. He was your third option. You had to give up a first round pick. You are hoping, and I think this is where I would say Sean Payton is safe. Is I'm sure he went in there with the reassurance of, what if Russ ain't? What if Russ is cooked? Like, well, what do we do? Because I don't want to be out of here in 18 months. Because you all made this move for Russell Wilson. It didn't work out in year one. If it doesn't work out in year two, then what do you do? Denver Broncos, I mean, look, I would have elevated my defense coordinator. I, that's all I would have done. And if if Russ can't figure it out, then that's fine. But now basically you spent more on the Russell Wilson trade after the fact to try to make it work the first time. And for me, I, I just don't know if it's there. And, you know, Browns fans, oh, maybe we can get Jerry Judy. You think Sean Payton's going there and going to trade Jerry Judy? Like, how do you expect Russell Wilson to be any good, but you want to get rid of Jerry Judy? Come on, yeah. guys. Look, I, Jerry Judy wants to come to Cleveland. I'm all for it. But you, Sean Payton took that job for Jerry Judy to be his Michael Thomas. That is the game plan for Jerry Judy in Denver. Look, for Denver, in my opinion, and, gee, I think you said it perfectly. The Denver Broncos – carry this ilk about them that we're too good to do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. We ain't got to strip it down. We're the Denver Broncos. Well, yeah, you had to run with Elway. You know, Peyton bought you another one. Uh, you thought you were going to do the same thing with Russell Wilson. I got news for you. Even with Russell Wilson, even with Sean Payton, you're not better than the Chiefs. I'd rather have Justin Herbert, and now that it yeah. looks like he has a, a star, legitimate offense coordinator, I like the Chargers even better. Raiders, see what happens at the quarterback position, but Devontae Adams, Waller, you know, Renfro, most likely Josh Jacobs probably going to stick around. I mean, if you did all this, and you're the Denver Broncos, and you don't finish better than third next year in the AFC West, you look like fools. You absolutely look like fools because you're not playing the long approach. And I, I don't understand what one more Super Bowl within the next two or three seasons for Denver would do as far as maybe the mystique of the friend. I, I don't get it, but you're all in. And you want to know what for a team that may never want to rebuild? I got news for you. You are a lot closer to a rebuild, probably even now, even after the Peyton move, 
than you were before you even brought Russell Wilson to town. Yeah, see, I, I think what they're going to find out is, you know, when you start to get, you know, strapped for picks, strapped for cash, you, you got the double whammy going. You're paying an a older quarterback. You've already given up future assets. And now you're looking at the fact that, look, you're starting to see the salary cap ramifications where you're not even going to be able to get free agents. So they got a one to two year window, but the people that they're competing against, I mean, you're competing with younger teams like the Jaguars. You compete with teams like the Browns, uh, teams like the Ravens that want to continue to make the playoffs. So it's going to be a very interesting thing to see what exactly Sean Payton's return on investment is. No, no doubt about it. We got to a bunch here today. Look, guys, I'd like to improve the wide receiver room, but right now, I don't think there's an answer that truly fits just yet. So as we get through free agency, possible trade targets, I'm not sure it's necessarily there. Maybe somebody comes in from the draft, but yeah, I agree. I'd like another bonafide wide receiver in here. Just doesn't look like maybe it's the year for that. Tom Brady, all the best. And a lot of fan bases today did one of these. Whew. Tom Brady, go right off in the sunset. Enjoy it. And the Denver Broncos, you're further away from a Super Bowl today than you maybe were about over a year ago before you made the Russell Wilson move. That's all I got to say on that. So we got to a ton here. We'll continue to give you more coverage this week on Lockdown Browns. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 92.3, the fan radio personality, Garrett Bush at GBush91. We appreciate you all for making us your first listen every single day here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, notifications on, likes on the episode, please and thank you, or your favorite podcast platform. Or, of course, check out Roku, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You'll find Garrett and I here on Locked On Browns, Garrett and the crew of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Locked On Guards, Locked On Cavs. We appreciate you all so much. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on ELOB. Let's go Browns.